right, it's another episode of the Southern Rock Explosion, and we are so excited to be here. I'm in Phoenix right now with the band Hogjaw. How you guys doing? What's up? Right. Yeah, yeah. We got Jason, we got JB, and we got Elvis D. And uh, we're going to be talking some Hogjaw Southern Rock and Roll music here tonight. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys, I am so excited. I've been a fan for a long time. Just even today, I was going through some notes and, and looking up your stuff on YouTube. And you guys have done so much. And I'm, I'm really excited to have you on the show and uh, find out what, what makes Hogjaw tick. So first of all, where did you get the name Hogjaw? Mm. Uh, actually, the, the name Hogjaw came out of a National Geographic Really? A uh, magazine yeah. from the 70s or 60s yeah. or something. Yeah, it was from the 70s, and long story short, it was this big gentleman. He had a sign around his, his neck that said, Eaton's, Hogjaw's my name, Eaton's my game. And, and <laughs> it was like a food-eating contest from the 70s. It just summed it up for <clears> us. So. Oh, good deal. And they were raising money for, a, a, I believe it was like a strip bar. Yeah, there was you some side story. I don't remember now. I don't know. Yeah. I do remember we, we had a whole list of names. And they, you know, some of them were cool, some of them sucked. But it's a real pain to come up with a name, but that one, like, somehow st stuck. And it, oh, dude, it works. It, it, you it lifted right out. Yeah, yeah that's great. <laughs> well, tell us a little bit about the band, how you went, where you guys started, and, and just kind of how you got up to where you're at right now. It all began one fateful night. <laughs> one fateful night. <laughs> there was a... Uh, in the past, we've, we've, we've grown up together since high school. Uh, I guess we start from there, I guess is really what it really begins. Uh, and uh, some of the guys, these guys, K-Wall and Damon here, they did some band stuff throughout the 90s and they, they had some fun with that. They were doing their N17 project, some of you may follow that. But uh, during that time, uh, Craig was our original guitar player. And uh, we were, me and him hung out for a while, we did Uncamp and everyone doing it. We made, remained in touch. But about 2006, we uh, started kind of hanging out together again because things kind of mellowed down, and we ran into uh, I ran into Kowalski at the at the grocery store. at a grocery store. We were buying liquor, <laughs> and uh, there he was, and there I was, and I started talking about it and uh, seeing how things were and talking about music and things like that, and it carried over to a phone conversation, which led into a drinking party, a little Saturday night get together with some barbecuing. And uh, we had been tinkering around with music and things for a while, so it kind of was born from just a party of barbecuing, talking about music, and saying, hey man, maybe we should get together and, and jam and see what pops out. And, yeah, I think uh, for, for, uh, for Damon and myself, it was like a full circle thing, because we've been playing in the music scene for many years, uh, and uh, getting to play with our neighborhood brothers, essentially, was like an awesome thing, you know? So right, yeah. we kind of took a stab at it and it ended up where we are now. He told me, K-Wall told me, dude, we're putting the garage band together. You have to come down. We play on Saturdays <laughs> at two o'clock. Yeah. We're putting right. the band back together. We're on a right. mission from exactly. God. <laughs> right. So we got together and uh, he gave me a demo. He said, learn, learn this song. I learned the whole demo. Showed up, we played the first song, and he's like, you know the rest? I'm like, yeah, we played the rest of them. And then he comes to band practice the next time, and he says, I booked us some time in the studio. It's in six months, so we right. have to get an album ready. That's awesome. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I mean, these guys had never been into the studio, right? So they were kind of like, I mean, compared to us seasoned guys, we're seasoned a little bit, you know? Right. Uh, maybe a little bit jaded, you know? So being able to, being in a, in a refreshed environment with a couple of guys that, Having really played on, you know, in musical groups on a 
on a bigger to stage. That, to that know? level of, to that degree of scale, I it guess. Was, yeah, yeah, it was, was fun. It was eye-opening. Right. It wasn't work. We brought it, it back. We yeah. brought it back, yeah. It was a lot of fun, the first record. It's still fun. Right? That's yeah. great. And that first album was Devil in the Details, right? That is correct. Yeah. Right. And that one had uh, <laughs> a couple of my favorite tunes, like Get Some. Yeah. Okay, yeah. before Get we some. talk about that song in the video, did the video come out the same time that the, the song did, or was that did that come out later? The video came out later. Yeah, we, yeah. we got the record done, and then we made that. I think it was the third video that we did from that record. We did. Well, I think it was Swamp first. was the first one. Yeah, so Fog Swamp was first. Get some. Was, so, was Fog before? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because Fog was in the winter, and then in the right. spring. Yeah, that was the thing. You guys are from Phoenix, and the fog is in the snow. In the snow. Yeah, we drove. That's the last thing I expected to see. On yeah, it. we drove up the mountains a little bit for that, but uh, it was cool. Yeah, that's a great video too. And you know, it's like when I hear you guys, it's I, I hear a lot of different influences. I mean, you know, and, and that's one of the cool things about music is like you grow up and you listen to all these different bands, and then as you do your own thing, it comes out. You know what I mean? I, I can, when I hear you guys, I, I hear a little bit of ZZ Top stuff. I hear Metallica stuff in the fog. I kind of get that that kind of a vibe. I get uh, <laughs> metal kids apart. Yeah, I, I hear the Marshall Tucker influence, a little Charlie Daniels stuff in there. But all of it comes together as, as hog jaw music, and I think that's the, I really love it. Yeah. But anyway, so that being the case, we're talking about get some. I, we we got to go ahead and play that one out. That's all right with you guys. Get some. Get some. All right. Get some.
barbecue and the family on Friday nights. Ten lane ramp on Saturday, right before the morning light. Came a time I was old enough and I learned about the gun. And every night at supper time, I answered what I'd done. Oops, today I forgot about the way it used to be. They got no respect and no cold steel, just games on TV. I'm burning hell before I sell my rights away from me. It's high time we embrace the tool that keeps all men free. Explosion. Uh, that was Get Some off their first album. And dude, I gotta talk to you about the video for that. I mean, okay, between between Cold Dead Fingers and Get Some in the video, talk to me about guns. You guys are definitely not gun people, right? <laughs> no, I think I think we're, we're sporting no enthusiasts. Be, yeah, yeah. yeah. should be allowed firearms that aren't full auto. Or, <laughs> I don't even know what we're talking about. <laughs> oh, dude, I tell you what, you guys are right on the same page with us. All the guys in our band, you know, we're we're big time. Pro NRA, we got all of our guns and stuff. And, and uh, when I watched the video for Get Some, I was like, dude, I wish I was there. And we got to do that sometime. It was a guitar. Door's always open. Oh, it certainly is. That's right. Good, good deal, good deal. Yeah, we, we've been trying to get out to go do a little bit of that here recently ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe even next week we be going. The rain kind of to express your freedom. That's yes. it. When that video starts out and it's all black and then it's just that the, the scroll writing comes in with the Second Amendment. I'm like, oh yeah, I like this song already. I haven't even heard it. <laughs> That's awesome. Very cool. Yeah, that was a fun day. Or two days. We figured that we actually fired 10,000 rounds of ammo shooting that video. Really? Including the 22 long Including the 22 LR. <laughs> yeah. 9mm. All the others. Yeah, 308, 5.56, 12 gauge. In other words, at least... Ten boxes of twelve gauge. Pop yeah, there's a lot you didn't see in the video. It was a <laughs> it was a twelve hour long shoot. We were there from six in the morning until the next day. Dark. Yeah, the next day. Yeah, yeah, we stayed there two days. We carried it on. Oh, that's awesome. Well, you know the videos. I, I really, you guys have got some great videos. And as I was digging into the stuff, you you produce and direct and edit and do all that stuff, right, JB? For the most part, yeah. We have help like Christy. Uh, K-Wall's wife, she'll shoot, and we got friends that will help shoot video clips yeah. here and there. Mark B is one of our friends that does that, but uh, usually it's it's pretty much all done by us or, or you know me or JD's it's a combination of effort. You know, we all take turns running camera when we're doing our own stuff, but right. Uh, it's like I'm trying to we're all trying to elevate each next video to maybe a little bit higher level a little as cool possible. Each time. Well, dude, yeah, I, I, I cool see it. I love the videos. I think they're great. He's the director, though. Yes. 
Yeah, you know. He's the mad genius of video production. I get a lot of help, but yeah, it was. It's pretty fun. Yeah, awesome. you get a lot of opinions. You can tell you guys are having a great time doing it too. I mean, yeah. yeah. Well, like you were saying, I work in the industry. We know some people. Like Larry Henson, he helps, yeah. and it makes it. It's something I do for a living, as well as I also do the gunsmithing stuff too. I know. Oh, I, okay. that. I didn't. But yeah, I do. I do the band stuff. I do video work, and I do gunsmithing. So. Oh, awesome! With between those three, you can you can make a living, I guess. Oh, dude, that's hard job stuff right there. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, it definitely helps out for the video project. Crown barrel, shoe video, smoke some ribs, all in one day. All one day. Yeah. All right, smoking ribs. Okay, let's talk about that video. Oh yes. Okay, the brand new album, Rise to the Mountains. I don't know. Would you say that that the smoker is the single off of this album? Is that the first single? Or I don't know if I'd call it the single, but it was definitely the first and easiest video for us to make. Yeah, uh, I'm telling you for a while. I don't think there's a single left. Well, the second video we did the yeah yeah we did the Where Have You Gone one is like a reprise. That of the was the single. Video, but was Where Have You Gone? Yeah. yeah, that might. We intended that one to be it, but we decided that hey, let's make a video for the smoker. We're going to be doing this anyway. Yeah. Let's just throw a bunch of GoPros all over the place, let people run them, and then Dude, I, see what the that, hell happens. That's my pick off the album. Even before I saw the video <laughs> and I listened to the, the, to the whole album, that was the one that stuck. You can tell I'm all about barbecue. Really? That's cool to know. Yeah. <laughs> we know a lot of people say that they really enjoy that song, too. It's like, oh, it's cool. We got to play it on tour, and it yeah. seems to do pretty good, you know? Yeah, and dude, the, the merch you've got, the, the Hogjaw hat that looks like, the, <laughs> we won't mention the name, but it looks it's like a, a particular brand of charcoal exactly or right. lighter fluid, yeah. And it's just, you Influenced by it's not. Yeah. <laughs> That's gonna be the new sticker probably too. Yeah. It's on the tour shirt, one of the tour shirts. Yeah. Well, dude, the special effects in that video too, where you guys are are flipping backward, coming back up out of the water. Yeah. Uh, dude, that was that was awesome. <laughs> Playing with a little fun, yeah. It's like high-speed camera, yeah. Stuff in reverse. Yeah, so I mean, YouTube has been really good to you guys. I mean, it has you guys have a lot. Uh, got a lot of views on all those videos, and that's one of the things that I want to start doing with our band too. Is start getting more of a video presence because it uh, that's where everybody's at now. If anybody wants to hear a song, I mean, YouTube's the second or biggest search engine that there is. Right. Oh, for sure. And, uh, Don't so, stop people from reposting your videos. Yes, let people, people repost our videos get yeah. more plays on them than we get. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. There's, but it gets out there more. It gets some video. There's a guy that picked up on it early. His view count is way ahead of ours. Really? And there's a guy in Spain that reposts all of our videos, and when he posts them, they get 20,000 clicks. And when we post them, they get 6,000 clicks. <laughs> I'm like, how does this happen? We don't know, but somebody's got a plan. As long as they're watching them, man, so it doesn't matter. That's right. Well, that's cool. Well, let's go ahead. We talk about the smoker. Let's go ahead and play that one next. All right. Get the ribs out. Yep. There you go. On alldixierock.com. Hand rub. <laughs>
right, so now we're back with Hobjaw. Let's talk about some of the other videos you guys have done. We were talking about Beer Guzzling American. Right, Beer Guzzling American. That's actually kind of like a, one of our B songs, right? I mean, right. it's a joke song. It's fun. It, it, was, it was one of the songs that we kind of like waited to record at the last minute. Right. And uh, when we went into the studio, uh, we got like 20 to 25 of our friends to come in and Right. Sing backups, and we had a big party at the recording studio. It was like a scene out of a smoker video. Yeah, for sure. I mean, <laughs> we had just, just we had smoker set up without a pool, without the pool, and you know, just a pool of drunk people spilling into a microphone. Really, is all it was. Yeah, stuffing twenty, you know, odd people into yeah. a little little room to sing backups, and and there was a lot of tomfoolery that went went about yeah. that day. <laughs> it was pretty fun. We don't actually have an official video that we did for that, but we have like a fan video that. Friend of ours, Jerry did, and yeah, it's pretty cool. On it's the, out on there. the YouTube, <laughs> on the YouTubes, on the interwebs, on the right. YouTubes. But like I was saying before, when you guys get ready to shoot another video like that, you gotta let us know because we would love to come be a part of that. It looks like a whole kind of all kinds of fun. Yeah, we try. Good deal, good deal for sure. Well, you guys have also done a whole lot of touring. You've been over to Europe uh, quite a bit with Teenage Head Music. Let's let's talk about that for a little bit. Yeah, well, um, so the storyboard goes. Um, I connected with a promoter in Spain that wanted us to come out for a few festivals and uh, we as a band wanted to actually travel there uh, but there wasn't any doors that had opened up for us to, to do such things so right. he actually said to me he was like hey I, I know uh, this booking agency that might be interested in picking you guys up um, and I said well that would be that would be great if you could pass our information on and um, Basically, they got back to us and said, yeah, we're not picking any bands up. <laughs> and we were like, oh, man, uh, bummer. Um, and about a week later, um, they got back to us again. They said, hey, um, we have a spot open. Uh, it was like in March, I think, Something like our, that, our yeah. first tour. Was this a Southern Rock festival thing or was it just like a regular rock show that they were doing uh well the, the festival was like a just a festival it was like a rock and roll festival okay. yeah so um anyway uh teenage head music they ended up getting a hold of us and and uh said well we'll give you guys a shot we know that you guys do all right throughout europe with you know just the, the notoriety and, and sales. videos and sales and stuff like that so we've been they asked us, uh, what was it, how, how this phrase, what would be your expectations if you were to come over here? They kind right. of posed it as a question. <laughs> right. And we're like, uh, free yes. airplane tickets? Right. Okay, blah, blah, blah. We had all these d delusions of grandeur, right. right? Delusions of grandeur. Right. And they said, well, this is, that's not quite the way it'll work, but it will, if you're willing to do this, we can make this work. And we we're like, oh, okay. That yeah. works. We can make it work. Yeah. We want to go travel. Yeah. So, yeah. You know. And with that motivation, we we pulled it off. Right. And Great. it did work out. And it's we found out that going on tour is not easy. No, it's, it's definitely it's not super it's easy. It's not what everybody Wait thinks. You <laughs> down. Especially if you stay up late and get shit faced drunk every night. Yeah. <laughs> if no, like, well, that doesn't happen. That doesn't happen to you guys, does it? No, never. Every but, every night's yeah. a Saturday night party. He's all right. Is. If you light the candle at both ends, of course, you know it's gonna be be rough. You just gotta <laughs> you gotta continue crushing right. through the you know the day to day grind. <laughs> After about a week and a half, you finally figure out your limitations. Right. Like Clint Eastwood would say, you still see no them. You just know where they are. <laughs> right. <laughs> and uh, it, it becomes it becomes second nature at that point, and then 
then you just kind of get to laugh at whoever's night it is. That right. Everyone gets their night to kind of maybe not remember what happened the next day. <laughs> and it does. It, it, but luckily, it moves around the group. You know, it's not, right. I can I can gladly say that it's it's not always me. Right. And, and <laughs> but a lot of times it is. The first person in the van who gets a cold. It travels oh, yes. from one person to the right. other, and then everybody has it, and then you get rid of it, and then it comes back. Oh, yes. well, one of the things I found when we went to Europe is I, I I thought I liked beer until I went to Germany, and then I realized I'd never had beer. Right? Oh, yes. Yeah, so beer in Germany, those guys know how to do it. Yeah. Yes. And uh, it we, comes in those little bitty glasses over there, too. Right. Yeah, the, the little, those, little those Dixie cups full yeah. of beer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the, the little tiny Steinen Dixie cups. Yeah. One liter, two and a half liter. I think I think it was like two tours back, uh, the the guy that, that runs a booking agency took us to uh, an old uh, uh, monastery that, that brews beer. It's like one of the original ones from you know the 16th century or whatever you're talking about west vader that night yes, yes yes and he took us like out in the middle of nowhere the monk beer it's the most expensive beer in the world mm. really supposedly yeah. the finest beer in the world right and i didn't believe that this was true so i did a little research and come to find out like actually a lot of a lot of uh internet authorities right. agree that the west Vaderland number 12 is the Finest beer in the world. And, you know, we we actually, don't sell it anywhere but there, right? We actually wow. hold uh, an annual uh, beer fest. We do our own little beer fest. So. Well, that's it. You got to let us know when the well, beer see, fest is. That's that's what will be this August. Yeah, or okay. maybe maybe July, late July. We'll see. Well, yeah, we'll send word. But this is in its uh, its eleventh annual. Should be the twelfth. Twelfth annual. Really? So we go out. Twelve years running. We, we call it the Backwoods Beer Fest, right? So there's usually about a hundred people that come out, but we're up in you know. The thick of it, you know, and yeah. just away from everything, and it's thirty miles into the woods. Right? Big, big part. Thirty of it. miles from Hay <laughs> Road. Yeah. Oh, dude, that sounds like all kinds of fun. Yeah, yeah. Your bus won't make it up there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we won't bring the we'll bring the big gray truck there. That'll do it. That'll, 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 that'll get out that'll there. Your trailer can make it up there. You can oh, set yeah. that up. But. You guys, do you guys set up and play when you do that? We yeah, have not. No, no. We we kind of. It's a vacation. Separate. Yeah. Okay, I got it. I got it. You're not working this party. This here. one is not being worked because I can tell you for two reasons. One, it's nice just to hang out. Right. And two, for me, I'm usually so, I have drank so much and I'm so dehydrated that it's hard to even pay attention to what's going on. That is true. And you don't want to like try to, you know, hold back. There's right a campfire jam. <laughs> right. We'll yeah, that is true. Well, there's acoustic out. things. Yeah, there's okay. people picking up there, but I mean, it's nothing organized. It's not nothing with a generator. Yeah, got it. We tried to do it once and we just, Decided we're not even gonna. We brought all the stuff up there. Oh, we tried to play a show. We were too drunk to even do anything. Yeah, <laughs> Everybody else was singing the songs. Like, all right, this will work out. There you go. I don't remember the words, but if they do, it's all good. <laughs> There's always an official timeline at Beer Fest, but it never gets followed. <laughs> the only thing that's, that stands true is about 4:30. It's time to drink beer, so. right? Or five. That's it's how long it takes people to get down there. The beer drinking starts as soon as you get off the road. Yes. But the judging but, contest right. starts at 4 on Saturday. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty fun if you guys ever show up, you'd like it. Oh, that sounds great. Well, let's play another song. Well, you guys pick one. What, what do you want us, uh, what do you want mm. us to put, put out? I would say I Will Remain. That's not Southern Rock. Yes, it is. Or what do you think? Take a vote. I wanted to do Rise uh, of the Mountains. Was the one we did the acoustic one of. What's that one? The acoustic one? The acoustic thing we did on tour? What the hell are you talking about? Blacktop? No, the other one. Who's the thing? 
So now I'm confused. We did the, you have so many options. What's the song that we did? We <laughs> did Grey Skies? No, we didn't do Grey Skies. When we, when we played, when we did the acoustic song for the TV show. Yes, I know what you're talking that's about. That's easy. Leaving Out the Backside. That's the one. Leaving Out the Backside. That's Southern Rock. Leaving Out the Backside. That's okay. a good one. Leaving Out the Backside with Hog Jaw. Here we go. Perfect. <laughs>
right, that's Leaving Out the Backside by Hogjaw. That's off of their newest album, Rise to the Mountains. This is going to finish up part one of our interview with Hogjaw. We've got a lot more coming up on the next episode. These guys are so much fun to hang out with. You guys are really going to dig it. You want to find out more about Hogjaw, you can check out their website at hogjawmusic.com. Everything they've got is amazing. I love this band. You can also catch them right here on alldixierock.com, along with the best of all Southern Rock. And uh, that's going to do it for this episode of the Southern Rock Explosion. This is Sam Morrison. Till next time, keep it Southern. (laughs) 